1: Well, welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, where we word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callison. I serve as one of the pastors here at Fellowship Community Church, and I'm going to welcome you in as we have uh, uh, hopped in here to week 24, our second week with uh, Holt Hoddle here from our Salem campus. We're going to be hopping uh, back into Romans, Romans chapter 9 here today. If you don't have it, uh, our reading plan can be found in the show notes below, so you'll want to just scroll down on any and every podcasting platform, uh, print that. Uh, reading plan off, or screenshot it, whatever you need to do uh, to read God's word, so that you get into God's word, God's word gets into you, and God's word uh, comes out of you. Uh, so, hold before we hop into Romans chapter nine, though uh, we talked about this off air. Uh, not to be prideful, that's not what this this, this uh, uh, question is, but it gives you an opportunity to share in things that maybe you're passionate about in a little bit different manner. Uh, like, what is something you would say that you're good at?
0: Yeah, like I said, I, I told you you were setting me up for this on a pride thing, but. Uh, Things I enjoy. A couple of things I really enjoy. I enjoy high-speed driving in a legal manner. Mm-hmm. The group I used to go with out of Roanoke Valley years ago was car guys. Take your car to a track with a road course, a dev road course, and spend the weekend, uh, Saturday and Sunday, uh, five different 30-minute run sessions, tearing around the track, trying to do hit your apexes properly and speed, and all these things. And I greatly enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. As I shared with you, I enjoy cooking. Mm-hmm. That's it's a I would never want to be a commercial cook or run a restaurant. That is too much work. And for those people that do it, bless you. To keep those standards up is tough. But, uh, you know, I thought about that. What I'm good at doing most probably, I'll say in in a uh, non-prideful way, is I'm good at staying around. (laughs) uh, You know, I've worked at, as I've shared, the same company for 45 years plus, uh, same marriage for 44 years. And I moved into Craig County in 1968. And I live there now. Mm-hmm. So I've been, but, but now I will tell you, there was a 41 year hiatus. I left Craig and I thought it was great to be in my rearview mirror, that mm-hmm. little podunk area. And then when we uh, bought some property and built a house, the property we found was in Craig and that's where we are today.
1: Mm-hmm. That's uh, cool. Now, going back to the high speed, is there like a car you would love to be able to drive or is it like a dream car to drive? Or like I, you know,
0: I've, I've enjoyed many. Uh, I've had an RX-7 Turbo, a Corvette, Mustang Cobra. Um, what I will tell you for me, I think a Miata is fun. It's more fun to drive a slow car fast than it is to drive a fast car slow. Hmm. Uh, I had BMW M3. I've driven BMW M5s and M6s at high rates of speed, and the cars are so much more capable than my capabilities. I mean, mm-hmm. it's amazing what these machines will do. Mm-hmm. I was blessed to have a 911 for a little bit, Porsche mm-hmm. 911. Um, but that would be my thing is I think you, I can enjoy a slower car more, it's more enjoyable for me, especially driving around normal roads where you're limited to maybe 60 miles an hour and don't listen to police officers. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just admit it, I speed sometimes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, But that's what I enjoy doing. But no, there's not a – I don't know that there's a car left that I'd say, oh, I just have this great
1: urge to drive, urge
0: to drive or a passion to own at this point. Mm-hmm.
1: That's cool. sounds like you had pretty, pretty cool opportunities though. As we hop in here, Romans chapter 9, what was the verse that uh, the Holy Spirit uh, illuminated to you that you highlighted and wrote down?
0: Oh, man, to me it's verse 20. Okay. But who are you, a human being, to talk back to God. Shall what is form say to the one who formed it? Why did you make me like this?
1: Mm, pretty real right here.
0: Oh, man, that, that is. But haven't we all done that at times? Yeah. Man, I was sitting here at 63. I got a crooked nose, deviated septum, the doctors would call it, bald-headed. Got all kinds of things against me. But, you know, I, but I'm, I'm blessed with pretty good health usually. and so. But, the, man, when I see Paul talking to us, what right do we have mm-hmm. to talk back to God? And Why did you make me like this? Mm-hmm. Wow, that is, that is, you know, and, and I think to the audience he's writing at in the Roman church, you know, is, he, is, there, is there, I imagine nobody ever wanted to be a slave. Mm-hmm. But we believe there might be some slaves in some of the, or servants, whatever you want to call them, in, in the uh, Brotherhood at this point, and sisterhood even, because mm-hmm. I mean, we recognize Paul reached many women through mm-hmm. his ministry. And, uh, but, but what are they, you know, instead of God woe is me type of attitude, he, said, he uses this as he, and, you know, he's comparing it to pottery as, mm-hmm. as the chapter. And again, I hate to just pick one verse because it's so rich,
1: yeah.
0: but he says, the potter takes a lump of clay and it can make, and it's something we would all see, an everyday item that is very normal, very almost mundane, or he may create something beautiful. It may be even somewhere that is considered just a beautiful, historical, or even a holy Mm -hmm. thing. We we took this pot and then we put gold on it or whatever. Uh, And and again, he draws us that we are made by God Mm -hmm. in God's image. And what, but what I see there is so many times I may, I may wonder about that, but he says, what right do you have The, the potter? God has determined what you're going to be mm-hmm. and basically live with it. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it because you are what you are mm-hmm. and you're not going to change
1: it. Have you ever, because even in the kind of the intro, what you're good at, just saying, good sticking around, uh, looking at your life, where God has the plan that He's had for you. Have there been times when you've been maybe disgruntled or like, why God, why didn't you have something different, me? Where you've been uh, uh, unsatisfied or maybe discontent in the what God has had for you?
0: Yeah, you know, I and I may be wrong. I think that's part of the human condition for a lot of us at times to sit there and say. Wow, I wish this could have worked out a little differently. Uh, and, and there, but you know, there are pivot points in my life, and I'll say it's like driving a pin in part of the life journey, the path that I've been on. When when it took place, I didn't know why God did it. Uh, when my parents separated and we moved back in to help Mom out for a little bit, when we moved to Blacksburg, Virginia, while I was going to school, you know birth of a child, as I told you. We, we now have this property in Craig County, I alluded to. We don't know why God gave it to us. But on a Saturday, we see this property. And by Saturday night, we're under contract. I tell my friend about selling our house in Christiansburg. He comes over the next day with his wife. And by Tuesday, they bought our house. And Robin and I feel God has given us this property to put us down where we are. Mm-hmm. We don't know why. And so... There have been times in my life that it's been more, oh, no, I wish this hadn't happened or I wish things were different. But God's always seen us through on the other side, and I think that's the beauty of 63 years of living and and a a walk with Christ that goes back decades, Mm -hmm. that we look at those pinpoints in life and say, ah, it most probably worked out just how how God wanted it to but when you're in the midst of something going on, whether it's the financial problem or relationship problems or something else, man, it, it's difficult to see it. But, man, looking back, mm-hmm. it's pretty amazing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, it, it gives you encouragement for what is yet to come. Yeah. I mean, I think Paul didn't know what was yet to come in his life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He knew he had appealed to Caesar, and he was going to Rome eventually. Mm-hmm. And he had endured a lot. No, i've not endured anything like he's I, we, i've lived a blessed comfortable life we in america are blessed so many ways but ultimately yeah there, there are times i've sat there god i'm not sure about this situation i'm not sure why this is happening but he's seen us through it's on the positive side on the flip side we know that he has seen us through yeah, I love when you were referencing, it's when you, it's
1: like hindsight's twenty twenty. looking back, you can see where God's hand was in it. And even like thinking that through, like the, in verse 21, we're talking about this potter, like when you watch a potter form and mold something, mm-hmm. uh, I, I even like in movies, it's like, I want to try to figure out the end before the end happens. <laughs> I'm never right, never right. Don't know why I struggle with this. But like a product, when they're molding the clay, I'm like, oh, I I see where they're going at with this. And then like a change happens, I'm like, I have no idea what they're doing now. And it's like, oh, now I see where they're going at with this. And I'm like, I. Then with the finished product, I'm like, wow, that started, that finished nothing like it started. Yeah. And I think that's even a good like illustration that you see in this text here, like, even as you just witnessed to, like, what God has for me and what I kind of had thought He had for me and what came to fruition were different. But man, I look at it. Wow, it was beautiful. Yeah.
0: Look, look, because of the scriptures we have, and we see the night Jesus is being taken away, Mm -hmm. all of the apostles scatter. Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest with you, I would have been right with them. Yeah. I would have been by the fire speaking curses. Mm -hmm. I would have been that person running away to save my own skin. I wouldn't have been the proud one trying to protect Jesus. Mm but yet after they all went through it and then they started writing about their experiences and what they had seen, what a pivot point in life that they all got to experience. Mm-hmm. And the scriptures were given to us. The Holy Spirit said these will make it through centuries mm-hmm. and centuries, mm-hmm. and that story will be retold. And yeah. we're sitting here, evidence of that nearly 2,000 years later. It's amazing stuff, man. It
1: is. It is. Uh, how did the Holy Spirit call you to respond to this text? Uh,
0: you know, again, it's, uh, we are all to be used in God's kingdom. And so he, you know, when Paul's, what I see him saying to me is, oh, you've got your own limitations. And everybody inside the body does, mm-hmm. and he used an analogy, we're like a body, all different parts but all working as a whole. and that, God is using us with whatever he made us to help us win other people for him. Mm-hmm. So instead of sitting there saying, oh, why me? And I don't have this or this doesn't. And I I have zero ability to sing. my I can't carry the proverbial tune in a bucket, but I like doing it. Mm-hmm. And I think when I'm in the car by myself, I'm pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. you know, um, but you're not— David is not going to have me on stage mm-hmm. singing anything, and rightfully so, because <laughs> I'm awful. But, but we are all part of that body, and we all use our collective things. And even what we see as infirmities, God can use mm-hmm. as a positive thing to somebody else that may have that infirmity. Possibly, I don't, you know. And say, "Well, I mean, this person is a believer, and they've got this going on." And we look at some of these people, and. Uh, so, again, the body is so broad, so mm-hmm. open, that we all have that opportunity to hopefully influence somebody mm-hmm. with whatever our story is and well, however God made us, mm-hmm. how imperfect we are. Uh, so that's what I see being called to is to be accepting of all those around because we've got people of all different types in the, in the body Great collectively, but inside the small body of FCC. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got people of all education levels, of all physical attributes. I mean, I'm pretty average here at 5'10". You're 6'3", or whatever, 4'. I don't know. 6'6", six, six, uh, yeah. Okay. But seeing that's a bad thing. Yeah. I don't see anybody in the Old Testament that was tall that made it out well. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm, 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 I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. That's um, no, good. No, but, but God uses us all mm-hmm. in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and uh, you know, I mentioned my wife in a previous episode a day or two ago, but uh, my wife is retired, but she would tell you, and I have nothing wrong with this, she's not a good cook. But what Robin is, excels at is cleaning. Mm-hmm. And she enjoys doing it. So how she helps serve in the body mm-hmm. is every Monday she's over here mm-hmm. working with Kenny Roper, mm-hmm. cleaning out classrooms, mm-hmm. doing laundry, budgets four hours of per week, every week. And, again, it's those what I'll say people might see as a very small thing. But yet if somebody came in and the church is dirty, mm-hmm. Bathrooms don't look good. Classrooms aren't prepared for the children. Mm-hmm. Most probably not want to come back. Mm-mm. So it's some of the people just doing these things in the body mm-hmm. that help make us what we are.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: So anyway, that that's uh, she's she's an awesome prayer warrior. Good at many things. And uh, I was just kidding about the cooking, Robin. It's okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It's good stuff. Uh, The beauty of God's unfolding plan. Uh, Well, thanks for joining us here today as uh, we continue with Holt Hoddle here through the book of Romans.